You are listening to Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 142. With my guest today, Andrew Veretta from the band Interloper. So in this podcast, we talk all about the new album called Search Party, which is available on June 11th via Nuclear Blast Records. So the opening track you are hearing is from the the album, the the title track, called Search Party. And you will be hearing some other songs throughout today's podcast from the new album as well. And there is a link in the show notes. If you want to pre-order the album now, you can do so. So just check out the show notes and click on the link. It's a fantastic album. And Andrew's guitar playing and his vocals are incredible. Now before we go to interview, again thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Shred Guitar Works, Musician, and Ernie Ball. So thank you guys so much. Now let's go over to the interview now with Andrew Veretta to discuss the album. Congratulations with the, the new album. Sounding great. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, we're. I'm more stoked than anything to have that thing out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's June, June 11th, isn't it? It's out? Yes, sir. Yeah. June 11th. So you played guitar in the band before, didn't you? Before, um, was it Mike, the old singer? Yes. Yep. That's right. And then you, you guys were just looking for a singer and you said, hey, how about me? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I mean, uh, yeah, so with, with Mike and stuff and uh, I was playing guitar, ju- just playing guitar uh, for the most part, and then Mike didn't work out, and um, they just uh, Aaron and Miles had a, they called me on the phone and yeah. got real serious about it and was like, "Yo, dude, can you do this?" You yeah. know, and I was just, I don't really have a choice. I guess <laughs> is, is what I said. I was like, I guess I don't have a choice. Um, but I was I was more than happy to to fill that role. Uh, it's scary for sure. It, it, it was scary at first, but yeah. since I've been um, practicing and, and doing all that stuff, all my due diligence for it, it's it's a lot more uh, bearable, a lot more manageable, more manageable than I thought it was going to be. I mean, for me, I play guitar and I you know I do sing, but I'm not. I don't really consider myself as a singer. Yeah, you know, more of a back backup singer. But yeah, for you, yeah, yeah, I mean, you sound great. Yeah, you just sound like a professional singer. You are a professional singer. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You, you know what's funny is, I mean, that was the intention too. Uh, when Mike was in the band, was I was just gonna do backups and on the EP and on songs on the full length album. When Mike was in the band, yeah, um, I had already, I already had sections of uh, a lot of these songs that I was just gonna be singing on, okay, or I was just gonna be screaming on. Um, that was already the plan was kind of like a dual singing situation that we were that we were going to go for but yep. uh, you know it just didn't end up working out with mike and um i think for the guys and for myself it's felt pretty natural just because they've already heard my voice over these songs and wasn't like this it, there wasn't a lot of uh mystery you know like mm. they knew i was going to work out excellent so that that was good Name in the cries of the search party. There are friends of understanding. 
so I've been singing for longer than I've been screaming. But the first band that I was fronting, I was doing exclusively screaming. Okay. Uh, so so that one is a lot more, and, and because of that, I've gotten extremely comfortable screaming and yeah. playing guitar. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did. That's what I do in that other band is is screaming and playing guitar. So that's been easy, and that hasn't been like the uh, I guess the focal point of my practice it's more so just been like singing and playing guitar because when you introduce melody and notes into this and inflection into this it becomes a lot more difficult to focus so yeah man i'm learning every day still you know what i mean i know yeah i spoke to a few people that do sing and play and they said you know it is more challenging doing the melodies rather than doing the screaming and singing because you are doing these two different things Absolutely. You know, with, with screaming and, uh, just in general, if you're, if your placements are right and all that, it's, it's definitely like set it and forget it yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like you have the placement and you just go and it's fine. You don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. But with singing, you know, you have, there's a lot more, um, airflow moderation involved. There's a lot more, um, like I said, like with inflection, like you want to emphasize certain words. I want to add grit to, to this specific word in this phrase and then mm-hmm. pull back. Like, there's a lot more dynamic involved, which makes it a lot more difficult. You have to be very aware, yeah. to be very sharp. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So have you actually tried the whole album, you know, singing and playing? Um, I've tried the majority of the album, yeah. <laughs> and I can't do it. There's one song that I haven't really practiced that much, and the only reason I haven't practiced it that much is um, because – that song is in drop A, and I have all my guitars in B standard for seven string. Okay. And uh, and so I'm just too lazy to retune my Floyds to practice <laughs> that. And months have gone by. <laughs> That's literally the only reason I haven't practiced it. No matter how close, no matter how distant, you with the sunset. The single was it Search Party, the self-titled song. That's a great song. Just the different parts in it, and uh, I mean, I've seen both the the playalongs you've got for the guitar and the um oh sorry the drum drum playalong. That double bass he's got in that one part. It's like so fast. Aaron's a machine, man. He's he's he is the right man for the job. Yeah, you know he's he's just got it down, man. And like his approach to to writing is like writing his drum parts. It's so tasteful and it's so just. I don't, are you familiar with Gavin Harrison, the drummer of Porcupine Tree? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, his whole approach is like make it complex if you want to, but yep. make the listener not notice that it's complex. You know, kind of kind of hide that and override meters and that kind of thing. And I think Aaron um, kind of takes that approach as well, and it's it's really really cool, man. It's it's nice because because he's always. His priority always is to serve the song in every part that he writes, and you can tell. Yeah, because yeah, I listened to the whole, whole album, and then I had a look at some of the, the clips, and I saw the, the play-along one, and that's when I really noticed that double bass thing. I, thought, I didn't really notice it as much the first time, but then when yeah. I heard that, I thought, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, he's flying, man. He's flying. <laughs> and, I mean, you guys sure. got some of the um, the guitar play-alongs as well. Was it for Drift? Yeah, yeah, we did one for Drift, yeah. Mm. We might do one for Search Party, but, you know, that song um, – that song's I feel more for the ears than it is for the eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not 
really like a crazy impressive song to watch but you know it's nice to hear i'm still kind of like deciding if uh, we're gonna do that or not <laughs> yeah well there's a lot of different parts in that song which... yeah that's true that's true yeah. yeah maybe we'll like do like multiple different screens or whatever you know it's all yeah. the parts of it at the same time that would be cool Uh, now, how about yeah. the song? Is it Cheshire? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Cheshire. 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 Your your vocal on that one is really really good. Dude, thank you very much. That song was uh, that was a beast and a half to tackle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mike Mike wrote that song. Mike wrote all the melodies for that song, and then I uh, retract them. Yeah, man, it's it's tough. I'm excited for the the next album after this. For this reason, uh, it's because there's like five songs, maybe five or six songs off of a uh, search party that Mike wrote. Okay. And like they're his melodies. It's his like it's for his voice, that kind of thing. And I'm like when I track those songs, it's like I'm, I have his voice in mind. I have his inflections in mind, not my own. Yeah. yeah. And so that was that was a difficult thing uh, to deal with. Hopefully, uh the next album. So that's not the case for the next album. Yeah. <laughs> so, so things like that would that make it harder for you, like because you have to do that vocal as well plus the guitar part. Would that make it harder for those songs that was already written for Mike? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of these riffs and stuff that I wrote were not intended to be sung over by the same person playing the guitar. Yeah, exactly. What I thought. You yeah. know, I, I was not planning on this. <laughs> so. It's gotten me a lot better at doing it, but I'm not happy about it while I'm learning and practicing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I look forward to seeing it live. Yeah, man. I'm I'm very excited to to pull these songs off live. I'm very, very stoked. And was it your your brother? Did he do all the mastering, didn't he? Yes. Yep, that's yeah. right. Great production. Really good. Thank you, man. Yeah, he um in my opinion, this was like the best he's done like i i know you probably haven't heard my brother's other, other stuff but you know from like what he called the final mix yep. to this final mix is just like two different worlds you right. know um he i can tell that he learned so much working with us and uh you know knowing that this album is going to be released on like a major label yeah. you know that that kind of pressure or whatever mm. really kicked him into gear and uh and he ended up pulling through with flying colors in my opinion i think oh yeah this album sounds sounds super good man i'm stoked it does yeah who played bass mm. on the album who played bass oh uh jacob umansky who plays in a band called intervals he is just inhumanly good at bass i i remember when he sent like the di's over to us it sounded like a MIDI bass, like it sounded like fake bass because it was like so clean. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is ridiculous, man. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, no, did a great job. And yeah, but overall, the album is just killer album. Great songs. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is there any, any shows lined up? We don't have anything planned, but. I am optimistic and hopeful that we book something for uh, for later in the year. 
it's just kind of hard to tell right now. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's just kind of kind of hard to tell. I, I'm seeing bands um, booking U.S. tours for later in the year or like end of summer. I just don't know that they're actually going to happen. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, true. It's really hard to tell. You know. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I it feel is. like we're, we're not we're not a band where like it's viable for us to like book something and then have to cancel. You know, because yeah. like that it it would be like waste money that like might put us under kind of thing you know? yeah. so to be very careful with uh, with those decisions right now now just quickly about the album cover which is a really cool cover thank you so who who designed that one so um this guy, his name is Kalen Stockermans. Yeah, man, he's he's an artist that I've had my eye on for a few years now. I've always been a fan of the work that he's done. Uh, what, the one that made us like really want to go to him was yeah. an album that he did for a band called The Acacia Strain. Okay. And have an album called Slow Decay. Dude, it was just gorgeous. If yeah. you have the time, I would definitely look it up. Yeah, I will, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, man. And so when we saw that, it was just like, yeah, we got to go to this guy. He's got this very naturalistic feel to his art that I love. I, I couldn't have asked for, for better, honestly. Yeah, I mean, between the album and the cover, it all fits in perfect. Yeah, I feel like it's such an important thing to have a good album cover to like connect the songs to. Fulfill that like image in your head when you're listening, you know? Yeah. And like all the colors on the album and stuff should like coincide you know, you're hearing, yeah. I, I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly, for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, yeah, things go back to normal next year and we can see you down in Australia. Yeah, I would love I would love to, to be there. I've never gone, so oh, really? that would be a blessing. Dude, Australian metal bands are like some of the sickest, for sure. You guys are beasts down there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try <laughs> yeah yeah all right well thanks again for your time really appreciate it hey man thank you for having me dude. it was a pleasure yeah enjoy your rest of the day all right man thank you i will man see you later all right see hey, you bye-bye